This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with two full hours of Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Palkey, and Michael Schwartz, will teach you anything and everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now, here's your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, look for our shows on your favorite podcast platform. It's simple, at GunSportsRadio.com. That's GunSportsRadio.com. Please remember to stick around for the second action-packed hour of Gun Sports Radio. It's two hours now, folks. It's not one. I think that one's yours right there. I'm good. Hey, folks, uh, this segment is brought to you by, this first hour is actually brought to you by Firearms Legal Protection. This hour, uh, they are good friends of Firearms Legal Protection. Firearms Legal Protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. Check them out at firearmslegal.com. Hey, you know, we're starting to get more and more CCWs here in San Diego, and you need to take advantage of CCW USA. They, uh, well, I can't even talk. They teach classes in San Diego. You can also get an Arizona, Florida, or other multi-state CCWs. Just visit them at ccwusa.com. ccwusa.com offers small class sizes and expert instructions to fit your schedule and your wallet. Three classes every month, two weekend classes, and on Friday. So private lessons are also available, too. Great dates in times. Just meet your busy schedule. Check them out at ccwusa.com. Hey, well, we got Lance, uh, Lance is still in, I don't know, he's in, what, Taiwan Somewhere. or someplace, yeah. eating egg rolls. Yep. But Having we got fun. Michael Schwartz, Joe Germisi, and oh my goodness, how would you like to live in Virginia right now? Yeah. 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 Well, tomorrow's the big rally. Oh, Tuesday. Is, oh, no, it is tomorrow. It's yeah, tomorrow. Monday, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the, tomorrow's the big rally in Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing all kinds of weird stuff. They have they have them all caged in. They have like these caged in areas for protesters. And I'm noticing there are, there are tons of rumors going around about mm-hmm. violence and they're all white supremacy. It. And, you know, they're doing everything they can to, you know, slander the whole thing. And, and the organizers are just saying, look, we're going to be like we always are law-abiding citizens that are just going to protest. Well, no, it's aside from the, the governor's side, though, is playing that up. You know, sure. declaring a state of emergency of and, and banning firearms, you know, the whole thing. And it's just, you know, it's it's like you guys are just saying, it's they're they're playing that that end of it up. You know, the, the pro-gun people aren't going to be, they're not going to be violent. They're not going to no. do anything. It's, you know, the danger is you get some of these other crazies like what happened, at, was it Charlotte last year? Yeah. And you Which get had nothing people. to do with the Second Amendment. Exactly. No, and then that gets painted, though, but that's what they'll do. If people like that show up, you know, they'll paint all the Second Amendment people that way. But don't you agree in today's society by poking the bear the way they're doing is not going to be good for them? And I don't mean that in a violent fashion. I mean, it's going to wake up a lot of people that are Second Amendment rights and gun owners that normally sit in the back and don't really say a lot, just be kind of quiet and let 
the insanity do its own thing. I think they're going to be totally shocked with that rally tomorrow. Well, it depends on who in the scenario is the bear and who's doing the poking. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, it, you know, like all, there, there are like five different sides that can be considered the bear. Um, and it's uh, honestly, um, I, you know, we've gone over this uh, a couple times. I'm really happy that people are, are getting engaged and they're, you know, Me too. figuratively up in arms mm-hmm. in Virginia. Figuratively, yes. But, uh, you know, I've never really been a big fan of rallies and no. protests and that sort of thing. The only time it ever really worked was was Selma, you know, back in the civil rights era. Right. When, and the reason it worked is because the police officers committed violence against the protesters. And the whole world finally saw that and right. said, whoa, this yeah. is bad. And now um, we're in the social media world where everybody can see yeah. everything. But I, you know, they they have to do something to uh, they have to do something to change public policy. So yesterday at the Riverside County Gun Owners meeting, uh, which was a great meeting, fifty uh, something people, sixty people were wow. there. It was it was a big, nice, big meeting, and uh, followed up with a how to get your CCW seminar. Um, but uh, a lady asked. She said, "Well, what can we do to support Virginia?" And I said, well, the number one thing we need to do to support Virginia is fight right here in our backyard, Mm -hmm. you know, and change things in our backyard. Number one, 20 years ago when all this stuff was going on in California, I don't think there were a lot of people in Virginia going, hey, what can we do to support California? No. No, (laughs) But number two. They look at California, yeah, these avocado yogurt eating people out there <laughs> yeah fruits and nuts yeah and, fruits and nuts yeah so we we gotta no, but number two is we have to um we have to do the things it takes right here you know we can't take our eye off, eye off the ball you know we gotta in riverside as a matter of fact marietta the city of marietta um they have you know they started issuing ccws we i don't know if you remember a year and a half right. ago or so we had one of their city council members on we interviewed him and he mm-hmm. said look we're just trying to get people CCWs, which is great, right? But it was extremely expensive. They put a lot of fees on it, and they also require a psych analysis, which is totally different than than any. It's not required by the state. The state already does a check to make sure that you're not, you know, mentally, you know, dangerous. You don't have to take a test. They just look at your background and right. The psych eval is actually it's and it's a personality test. It's not really a you know, hey, is this person insane test? So right. it's kind of misleading. Anyway, um, so they lowered their fees by three hundred bucks. Really. Which sounds great. Hey, wow, they lowered their fees 300 bucks. It's still 200 and something dollars more than just going through the county because they require this psych evaluation. Yeah, it shouldn't be that high that you could lower it. By the way, Texas is $50. Yeah, well, I hear you. It's already. I don't I mean, even want to talk about it. It's astronomically high. But, you know, you can't, you know, you can't, uh, you know, I mean, hey, we're going to charge you way too much money. Now we're going to charge you slightly less than way too much money, and you're supposed to be happy with us about it. I mean, like gas prices, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, going back to Michael's point about, you know, what can you do for Virginia and continuing the fight here? If you look at the the proposed laws in Virginia that everybody's up in arms about, they're just exactly what we have out here already. And uh, people are outraged back there. So what we should be what we can do to support Virginia is get active, get involved and stop that stuff before it starts uh, leaving California, which a lot of it already is. It's already going to Virginia. I mean, nobody, nobody a year ago said, uh, well, Virginia's going to fall. They're going to turn into an anti-gun state. People laughed at you. Yeah. You yeah. know? Well, and again, it's a very selective strategy because if you read about, you know, what went on back there, um, you know, the left pumped a lot of money in there. A lot of those uh, races were very close. A lot of them, a number of them were uncontested. So it's really, uh, you know, when I think when people wake up, this is not a, a wave that's sweeping the country. This was a very focused, very 
deliberate attack on a state and they turn to state. And I think if, if all of this follows through the way people are reacting out there now, uh, I bet chances are good they'll turn it back the other way at the next election. Well, this is why I'm saying they poke the bear. Yeah. And yeah. the bear are the law-abiding oh. Second Amendment gun owners of Virginia that didn't see this coming. I don't think the whole rest of the United States saw this coming. Of all states, if you were going to pick, would not, Virginia, not Virginia been no high way. on your list? No way. No. Not Virginia. No. And so, especially, uh, but here's the thing. You're, gonna get, you're not going to get your gun rights back at a rally. That's not where you're going to no. get your gun rights back. No. You're going to get your gun rights back at a, at a board or council meeting, right. at a legislative body meeting, that sort of thing. You're going to get your rights back at the, at the polls, you mm-hmm. know, getting the right people. There elected. you go. Well, another thing, too, this is a normal event there. That This isn't just a gun thing. This was, uh, isn't this lobbyist day back there that they yeah. do every year? Yeah, I think yeah. they do this every year. On yeah, this, on it's just, this Martin is a Luther big King issue this year. Yeah. But, but yeah, this is a, a thing where, where well, everybody's watching groups do that. Every, yeah. Everybody's watching Virginia yep. right now, which maybe Virginia is not happy about, but they are under the microscope and everybody's waiting to see what's going to happen there. Yep. So what can you do? We have our meetings are this week. Uh, Tuesday is uh, Central at Glock Store. Uh, Wednesday is North County Shooting Center up in San Marcos. What day? Um, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. This coming up Wednesday. Every Wednesday? Just this Wednesday. Once a month. So that's usually, it's usually the third week. This week, it's the fourth week. What are you um, going to be doing at the Glock Store? Anything special? Uh, well, we're just going to be our meeting. Um, we're going to, you know, we go over what's going on, wh- gotcha. how you can help, how you can get involved. You know, uh, bring, I'll be there. I'm special. He is very special. <laughs> I may come up too. Do it. You should. I know. I, I always forget. I need to write this stuff down or you need to. Me. I'll tell you, here's the the best use of our meetings. When people say, well, all right, what do I do? How do I, you know, why do I come to a meeting? The very best use of our meetings is to bring that guy or girl mm. that you go shooting with or somebody that you know, bring them to a meeting. You know, don't try to give them the sales pitch yourself right, right, or try right, to come right, in. Right. Just say, hey, you know what? Come to this meeting. Just get come around to meeting like-minded with, people. Just get, get around. around. Like-minded people. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you what they do and why they do it and how why it's important. Thursday is La Bella Pizza's down in Chula Vista. Thursday, also up in Orange County, is their meeting, and we're kicking off a four-part How to Be a Second Amendment Activist seminar. Uh-huh. Um, so that's uh, going to take four months, uh, you know, four different uh, monthly meetings, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. uh, we're giving content exactly what you can do. What what are the arrows for your quiver, you know, to be a, a Second Amendment activist? So, so I have my choice of the Glock store on Tuesday or a really good pizza. Yeah, or on Thursday. I we'll come to both. We, Dave, yeah. we have a lot of guys that come to two or three meetings. Do you really? Yeah, they well, love I need the pizza. to do it. I need to support you. I just need to get off, you know, come off the hill and. What time does it start? It's a good question. Six o'clock to six thirty is meet, greet, and eat. Okay. So if you're oh, there, there and then six thirty we start the actual business. And so, how long does it normally run till? Oh, about an what? About an hour? Yeah, about an hour or so. Okay. And then yeah. there's usually people that stay afterwards right. and yeah. talk for a little bit. So it'll run till about seven thirty and then cool. we'll probably break and everybody will get to know each other a little bit better and talk to each other and that's sort of, plus it's the Glock store and North County Shooting Center. Those are great gun shops. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You so know, you check out everything out. Check out some equipment and take a look at maybe you might even want to walk away with something. Exactly. All right, let's take a quick break when we come back. A whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, 
right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks, what's the best defense for self-defense and those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike, Lance, Joe, and I use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for firearm owners. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection. That's firearmslegalprotection.com, or you can call at 469-310-9100. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR nowadays. What's the solution? Cali Key converts any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being a considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. CaliKey, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, CaliKey.com. Hey, folks, home mortgage interest rates are dropping like crazy. And you know what? If you're looking to buy, refry, or even considering a reverse mortgage, you need to call a mortgage guy you can trust. Well, we call Chris Wiley. Chris is at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com backslash alpine. Hey, Mike. So who have you got online? We have a fantastic, interesting guest. Um, somebody that San Diego County Gun Owners has endorsed for uh, their run at public office. There will be on the ballot coming up March. What is it? March 3rd is the election. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's running for San Diego City Council. Michelle Wynn, are you there? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Say Hi. How you doing? Hi, Michelle. Great. <laughs> We're all doing really great. Thank you so much for for coming on the show, even though I know there's an extremely important Packer game going on right oh, now. So. Please. Don't worry about that, <laughs> oh, Michelle. Boo-hoo. Yeah, tell him, Michelle. He's he's already crying because his guy's losing, yeah. but that's beside yeah. Yeah. Uh, that hurt that's hurtful. So Michelle, you are running for San Diego City Council. That's right. Yeah, again, yeah, I'm Michelle Wynn. I'm running for San Diego City Council in District 3. So, uh, tell us you, about, are you guys familiar with District 3? No, tell us all about District 3. Where does, where does what, what neighborhoods does that touch? Sure. It starts off with um, Old Town, Mission Hills, Little Italy, Downtown, South Park, back up to North Park, Hillcrest, University Heights, and Normal Heights. So kind of like the urban core of San Diego. So those are some of the best restaurants in all of San Diego or in your district. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. <laughs> so now how, how long how long have you been in San Diego? I've been in San Diego for coming in on like eight years. I came down here for college. Yeah, I went to University of San Diego right there in Mission Valley. <laughs> nice. Nice. What did you major in? Uh, I majored in international business with a minor in supply chain management. Holy cow. And you're also in the National Guard? I am. So I'm a transportation officer in the California Army National Guard. So right now I'm actually serving as an executive officer of my company. Wow. Wow. Thank you for your service. That's awesome. How, How do you like it? 
I, I love it. You know, it's like, I call it the, um, the double life. I never want to give up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I work my, uh, so on the civilian side, I work in government contracting and yeah, I call it my double life. Yeah. I get to put on a uniform once a month and people call me Lieutenant Wynn and it's great. <laughs> very, very good. Now you're pretty young and what, what motivated you to run? Yeah, so I don't I don't know if you heard a little bit about my bio, but yeah, I am 25 years old, and honestly, this is um, a way to show that young people are not entitled. But you know, we're like, I would say we're enlightened. Um, I grew up in the era of no child left behind. I grew up being President Obama being elected to office. You know, 9-11 happened when I was in the second grade. Oh, wow. um, and we are probably like the most diverse and coming on um, some of the most conservative generations coming up living in America today. Well, what really? And, um, oh, yeah. And I just wanted to, um, you know, put myself out there and say that, like, look, we're inheriting your world, the city, San Diego, and we need to have um, a place uh, to speak up and represent ourselves. Do you feel the National Guard helped you make this decision? Oh, absolutely. I'd say that, you know, I grew up in an Asian American household Mm -hmm. and um, as like a woman, you know, you rarely see um, people you know, be outspoken and be okay with combat and firearms. And, and honestly, it's just kind of like leadership, mm-hmm. you know, having that type of extroverted uh, personality. But yeah, I love the National Guard because it gave me the opportunity to lead people. Mm-hmm. And, and also, it humbled me in, in, incredibly. Mm-hmm. You know, every day I learned something different. Every day, somebody corrects me. So I love it for that sense. Yeah. I joined the army too. And the minute they cut all my hair off, that took care of that. That was humbling to you. Huh? Dude, that was so humbling. I thought I was a bad to the bone when I went in. As soon as they cut all my hair off, I, okay, that takes <laughs> care of that. I'm just right along with the rest of them. Well, yeah, luckily they didn't cut off my yeah. hair. I was going to say, did they, cut your, they didn't cut your hair off, did they? No, no. So the, what I was, what really impressed me right off the bat was your, the, you know, we send out a questionnaire to all the candidates and you returned your questionnaire um, and you were uh, very vocal and very precise and very educated on the Second Amendment and what it meant to you and why you fully support uh, every aspect of it. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? What, what does the Second Amendment mean to you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I first of all want to commend the name of your organization, first of all. Um, you know, the San Diego County Gun Owners Association. And, you know, like with millennials, like words matter to us. Mm-hmm. You know, just put it out there. But, you know, I appreciate that. You guys don't call yourselves like a gun rights organization or gun rights advocate because you know what? Guns don't have rights. People have rights. That's right. And that's what I love about the Second Amendment because you know the government um, does not have the power to infringe upon our rights to bear arms. And that's what people kind of forget about mm-hmm. the Constitution and and the Bill of Rights, you know, it's to um, keep the government from limiting our freedoms, our liberties. 
So, yeah, just going back to the Second Amendment, you know, it's there to um, support our First Amendment rights, you know? Without so, a, yeah, without, our, yeah. yeah. Agree with you 100. percent Yeah. So where did that opinion come from? You, you went to school. I think where, where did you go to school? Was it USD? USD. Yeah, that's actually, right. Yeah, but my opinions really started since I was as young as I can remember. So I am of Vietnamese descent. Mm-hmm. Um, my family actually evaded communism twice within within the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, first from North Vietnam to South Vietnam when, um, you know, the, the Viet Cong kind of took over. And then again, 20 years later, uh, from South Vietnam to, to the United States. So, like, honestly, that type of trauma is inherited um, between generations. And um, from there, my parents taught me, like, they didn't sugarcoat any of the horrors of, of war. You know, they told me that, like, hey, your great-grandfather had his teeth knocked in and, and starved to death at the hands of the Communist Party. Um, my mom, on her way to the um, United States, she, you know, she bound her chest and cut her hair off. Not to the extent that you experienced in the military, <laughs> but, but she cut her hair off so she could, you know, pass off as, as, as a man mm-hmm. uh, to come here to America. So they were not shy about telling me those stories. And um, I'm here today to be like, look, revisionist history cannot erase that part of our value system as Americans. So, you know, I'm here and and we're we're saying it loud and proud. Well, I'm I'm sure that had an amazing effect on on who you are as a person and your your life. You know, when you and I were talking, you and I met, uh, you know, about a week ago, we were were, uh, chatting and, and I asked you, I said, well, what? You know what in your experiences is going to what's going to help you solve some of the problems in city council, like the homeless problems uh-huh. and all other stuff. And you started talking about Glock. Do you remember, do you remember that uh, that comparison? Or that, if, <laughs> I do. T- I tell do. everybody t- what you told me when when I asked you that question. Absolutely. So like um, so Gaston Glock. Um, you know, whenever somebody says Glock, it's already controversial. You know, those who love them, those those who hate Glock, but um, you know, back in the 80s, he had no experience with the fire, firearm industry. He was actually, like, a synthetics material engineer. He was, like, making, like, furniture, like, um, curtain rods. and But anyway, he was just an expert with polymers. Um, and he was asked by the Austrian government to uh, make a firearm. So he's like, okay, well, I don't know anything about firearms. I'm really good with polymers. So he like solicited a lot of feedback from like the military, from law enforcement, and he even like talked to sports competition shooters. He was like, "Look, like, what do you want out of a firearm?" Um, so you know, they told him what what they wanted, and then he like made a prototype. And six months later, you know, he he made one, and it's not that far off from the Gen 1 Glock. Right. And um, wow. whether or not you think it's, it's great or not, it's, 
today it's one of the most best-selling handguns out there so i'll tell you what ladies and gentlemen that's the first time i've ever spoken to a candidate and said hey uh you know what what can we do to fix the city usually they give me some cliche about uh, thinking outside of the box this is the first time ever a candidate has has said that we need to follow the example of glock and figure out hey we need to look at this from all different sides like glock did and fix some of these problems michelle i can't thank you enough for coming on the show today you're absolutely wonderful we're so proud to endorse you Give everybody your website and then... Uh, How to help. Sure, absolutely. So my website is boat2win.com and win is spelled N-G-U-Y-E-N. So please uh, click on a website, read through my bio, and please, please, please donate if you can. Anything helps. You know, like it's really hard uh, to run. So all contributions are greatly appreciated. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. You've been the best. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, John Dillon's on the line. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. Back. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, if you've been to AO Sports Firearms in El Cajon, boy, they have got the widest selection of guns in San Diego County with over 600 unique guns in stock, including hundreds of used guns. Go see their full-service experienced gunsmith. They can do everything from mild repairs to full custom firearms. A.O. Sword Firearms Store located at 929 East Main Street in the city of El Cajon. Go to their website at aosword.com or call 619-749-4867. Build, buy, or repair. A.O. Sword Firearms is your go-to place for all things firearms. That's A.O. Sword or call, I forgot, aosword.com or call 619-749-4867. Hey, you got yourself in a little sticky wicket with a gun? Well, Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance LLP are the guys you need to go to. CAFirearmsLaw.com. CAFirearmsLaw.com. That would be John Dillon. You can also call him at 760-431-9501. How you doing there, Mr. Dillon? Hey, guys. How's it going? You know, it just dawned on me. Gunsmoke. Remember? Yeah. Hey, Mr. Hey, Dillon. there. Hey, Mr. Dillon, (laughs) that just dawned on me. What? ah, Any relation? Yeah, any relation. Sorry about that. Unfortunately, no other relation to John Dillinger here. Yeah, oh, I didn't even throw him out in there. So what's up, brother? Uh, Nothing much, you know. So I I do have a little update on uh, two Second Amendment cases out of California, which we actually got some good news this past week. it is good news. This is very good news. Yeah. So, um, first in the Jones v. Becerra case, this is our Second Amendment challenge to the state's ban on transferring and selling firearms, uh, all kinds of firearms, to anyone who uh, is 18 to 20. So, any legal adult 18 to 20 years old uh, cannot purchase a firearm uh, in California. And so we're in the middle of a, a briefing process. Uh, we filed a motion for a preliminary injunction to essentially 
stop the law from being enforced until we proceed to trial in the case. Uh, and, uh, you know, as happens many times in these Second Amendment cases, we got uh, some organizations that wanted to jump in the case, even though they're not parties to the case. And I'm talking about uh, the Brady Organization, Every Town for Gun Safety, and the Giffords Law Center to prevent gun violence. Uh, they uh, filed to, you know, s- you know, submit amicus briefs, which is uh, basically friend of the court briefs, uh, to help, you know, in support of the state's opposition to our preliminary injunction. Uh, and so, it's three separate briefs were filed, one from each organization. Uh, they were asking the court uh, to you know, let them kind of step in and also let them file these briefs in the case. Um, and the judge came back uh, and denied the request uh, you know, for the amicus parties and denied all three of the briefs in their entirety. Uh, but what was most significant about it is you know, the judge could have just said no, you know, denied and didn't, didn't need to provide any explanation, truly, um, because amicus briefs at the district court level in a you know, preliminary injunction uh, motion, uh, they're rare. It doesn't happen a lot. Um, so not only did the judge deny the request, but in a, about a four page order, he described each organization uh, in, you know, its own separate paragraph and discussed how clearly partisan uh, these organizations were and how they uh, were not attempting to provide, you know, objective third-party information for the court as what is traditionally what the amicus briefs are for. Uh, They were essentially, you know, an attempt to give the state extra briefing and an extra bite of the apple, uh, as uh, the judge put it. And he he called out each organization as being absolutely clearly biased and and partisan, and it shows in their briefs. uh, And, you know, the fact that, you know, they're not there to, uh, you know, help the court in any way. They're just there to, you know, help the state. Uh, The judge decided that it'd be prejudicial to allow those briefs to come in and that, you know, the briefs would not be helpful. Uh, the state could have provided all of these arguments or evidence uh, in their own uh, opposition, which they didn't. So uh, <laughs> big news to deny them. And, and the order, I believe Firearms Policy Coalition, they posted it. Uh, so anyone can go on their website uh, and read the order. Uh, and, it, you know, it uh, takes them down a notch, I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> It's so nice to be on this side of uh, of, the, of these uh, these kind of rulings, isn't it? I mean, usually it's it's uh, it's, it's just nice to be on this side of the, of the ruling. Well, I'll say this: it's you know, uh, it. In all honesty, those amicus briefs were not proper. Uh, the, the judge had it right. The judge is being you know a proper judicial advocate here. He's being objective and he's applying the law as it you know should be applied, which is very refreshing and nice it's good i you know all you can ask for is uh, an objective judge and that's a great thing um so good news uh on that front uh you know 
Uh, it's a tiny, tiny, small win, but nonetheless, it, it was nice, it's and everyone uh, enjoyed that. Yeah. So let me let me just walk uh, through it real quick. So you're suing, and San Diego County Gun Owners is a plaintiff. We're very proud of that. Um, but you're suing the state of California, basically saying, "Hey, these uh, assault weapon bans are unconstitutional." Well, um, no, this is the Jones case. So this is oh, the under twenty one case. Yeah, I'm glad I clarified. So, yeah, <laughs> no worries. So this is the ban that prohibits uh, lawful young adults, 18 to 20, uh, from purchasing firearms. And it's gotcha. rifles, pistols, shotguns, anything. They cannot purchase it. Uh, and we're challenging that uh, because it's a you know, clear violation uh, of uh, their rights. They're adults. Uh, they have all the rights of a, an adult. And uh, so we're challenging that. And that's what this was on. And, now, and you know, the, the other bit of and then, oh, before go you go, to, I just want to point out, you know, this is another example of, you know, hey, you know, decades ago, they said, look, we, we don't want uh, adults who are under 21 to own handguns. And the reasonable, you know, level headed uh, gun owners out there went, mm, OK, we're going to compromise here. And and but what did they do? The other side went way too far and said, well, now they're not going to be able to own a gun at all. And now we got to go. All right. You know what? Let's actually uh, uh, fight this thing and say, hey, look, if you're the age of majority, if you're an adult, then you should have all the rights uh, uh, accompanied with it. So this is yet another example of gun owners being reasonable and the other side being way so extreme that it forces us to say, hey, now we got to stand up and 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 well, because uh, we're right and they're wrong. It pretty much what it boils down to. Anyway, that yeah. was your next statement. Yeah. So. um the other bit of good news we had is in the assault weapon case in which San Diego County gun owners is a plaintiff. Uh, this is again, it's a challenge uh, to the you know California's assault weapon control act uh, that you know prohibits semi-automatic firearms with certain characteristics uh, as assault weapons, and so we're challenging that as unconstitutional under Second Amendment, and we're we're in. Uh, you know, pre-trial stage, we've filed a preliminary injunction in this case. Uh, however, there's some other motions going around, and the state actually moved to stay the case, which means they want to, you know, put the case on pause or, you know, put a hold on the case uh, and wait until the their other Second Amendment cases, specifically uh, Rupp uh, v. Becerra and Duncan v. Becerra, are fully decided at the Court of Appeals level. Uh, and so the state moved to stay and we filed our opposition uh, to that, to that motion uh, just last week. And I think I believe it was last Monday. Uh, and two days after we filed uh, our opposition, uh, the judge issued an order uh, denying uh, the state's motion to stay the case uh, and, you know, essentially say, nope, we're not going to put this case on hold. We're moving forward. Uh, and, they reschedule our preliminary preliminary hearing date. We have it. It's now February 6th where we're going to have oral argument uh, on that motion. Fantastic. Yeah. So the, the, the fact that, you know, if the court were to have stayed the case, uh, especially pending these appeals, it oh. could have indefinitely delayed the case years uh, without anything happening uh, because not only, uh, the Rupp case uh, specifically, which is another assault weapon challenge case, uh, believe they're even, it, it may be possible that that case is going to be stayed at the Court of Appeals level uh, due to a Massachusetts case, which also has to do with assault weapons. And 
uh, you know, anyone who's kind of been paying attention in the last, you know, year and a half, the, the New York uh, Supreme Court case where the Supreme, uh, excuse me, Supreme Court was um, making a determination on the, the city's regulations on, you know, transporting and taking your firearms out of the city. So a lot of Second Amendment cases throughout the country were essentially put on hold to see what the, you know, the, what kind of decision the Supreme Court was going to come out with. So we have the potential, if this case was stayed, it could have just been, you know, stayed to wait on, you know, up to four or five different cases to have finished before we were able to go forward on ours. So it could have been an absolutely indefinitely long uh you know, pause on our case uh, that could literally last for years. And, you know, we believe and we agree with the court, you know, uh, that's not a good thing. And that's, you know, the whole time the the case would be stayed, our our clients, the plaintiffs, and anyone else who's in similar situation, their Second Amendment rights would be violated that entire time. So, it's good. They denied that motion and the, the case is moving forward. So that was the other big, the big news for the last week. So you want us to come to court and be your uh, fan club? <laughs> can we, can we, can we, can we? Uh, Dave, no, you're not loud. You're too loud. <laughs> oh man. We could show up and, and start a wave and yeah, have the we big, do, waves. do the big finger, the number one big finger, you know, and the- we're for John, we're for John, we're for John. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Dave's going to get kicked out in about 30 seconds if he shows up. <laughs> yeah, uh, wouldn't be the first time. Uh, no, yeah, so, it, uh, you know, some good news. And then, you know, real quick, just uh, the last bit, you know, we have uh, a big uh, rally going on in Virginia tomorrow. And I'd just like to throw it out there. Everyone, be out there, be responsible, fight for your rights. That's right. But know that all eyes of the country are going to be on you. Yeah. So, and your best behavior is a good thing. Don't let them try to put you in a box of crazy, gun nut, scary, violent people. Be those peaceful uh, protesters that show how this country is really made and uh, the people behind it. Yeah, be be peaceful and deliberate. Yep, exactly. Right. Don't be baited. Nope. No, and that's exactly what they're going to try to do. It kind of reminds you of that kid in the Indian. There you go. Yeah, that kid won, though. <laughs> that kid won. They won't tell you how much, but he has his own private parking place at hey, CNN. Still smiling. Still smiling. Thanks, buddy. You take care. Folks, if you ever right, need him, he's the best. All right, this is Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Firearms Legal Protection. What's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. My clients, Joe and I, use them. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearms owner. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at FirearmsLegal.com or call 469-310-9100, 469-310-9100. Gun owners, be ready with a lawyer in your corner. 
All right, this segment is brought to you by The Gun Range San Diego, the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. 7853 Balboa Avenue, 10 to 10, seven days a week. TheGunRangeSanDiego.com is where you need to go. You can find out anything and everything from classes to shooting experiences to gun deals, rentals, what's in the fleet. And with uh, that being said, we got Jason on the line. He is the representative today calling in and talking about what's going on. Now, are you still pretty busy? I know the Chargers aren't on TV, so you should be. Oh, yeah, we're pretty busy, Dave. How is everybody doing? Well, I'm fine. Really busy. I'm fine. Joe's fine and Michael's crying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 20 nothing. That's because his Packer... What kind of? They're guess? down by twenty points. You should see just see what I don't want to see it. Yeah, you don't. Ouch. So what's kicking, yeah. buddy? Um, store store very full. Store very store very busy. <laughs> Selling lots of guns, tons of ammunition. Really? Tons. That's right. That's right. Anytime times the new year, once it starts to get around election times, election uh, periods, once anytime anything election related starts picking up. People start to buy tons of ammo. I had a gentleman buy 10,000 rounds of 9mm last week. Um, wow. People are stocking up. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That does, is it, amazing. does he need a new yeah, best yeah, friend? Yeah, yeah. yeah, does he need a new best no, he friend? he might be. You know, I might be helping him out with his uh, with his lawn in a little bit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, Yeah, but people are picking stuff up pretty quick. Uh-huh. Did, now, did he have to pre-order that, or do you guys have that kind of inventory? Well, we have we have that and more. We always have at least at least sixty, seventy thousand rounds on hand at any time. Right. Of course, this gentleman whittled us down a little bit, but we've always got a ton of ammo. We also offer bulk discounts. We actually have a sale on ammo right now. It's only two hundred dollars for a thousand rounds of new brass nine millimeter Fiocchi or CCI. And not only that, you'll help carry it out to the car. <laughs> we will. We will. <laughs> Not that we you want to, will. but you will. And <laughs> hey, that's my job. I love it. We also have Glocks on sale right now for the next week or so. Uh, Glock 19 is normally five. Normally five hundred. It's, it's a good fifty off that. Wow. We're happy about that. A lot of customers are too. Yeah, we just had a uh, a lady running for office and. Yeah, she had a great story about the Glock. So, yeah, you should. If they heard yeah. that, you'll have people probably coming your way right now. Yeah, I sure hope so. We got tons. We got at least twenty, twenty-five to get out. So, we those are Glock Glock nineteens for an enormously low price, right? Terribly. That is right. And you're so That's low, you can't even discount. You can't even. Uh, you can't even tell us on on the air, right? You can't even advertise the. the not exactly. Not exactly. Not on paper. Probably not in the air. But it's a very significant discount. <laughs> I know. I know the price. It is. It is the cheapest I've ever seen a Glock nineteen, a new Glock nineteen sold. So, yeah, amazing. Short of like yeah, a yeah. you know blue label. So, are you guys watching this Virginia thing? No, we're keeping an eye on it. Some of us are. I understand that there's a big rally tomorrow. Yeah. And hopefully, uh, I just I really hope that it all goes peaceful. I really yep. hope that. You know, everybody everybody is is able to compose themselves. You know, obviously, a lot of people are very passionate about this kind of thing, uh, especially, and I can understand, especially in a state like Virginia, where you have very uh, very loose gun rights. You're, you know, they're uh, they're basically they're they're allowed to have much more than we can in California, mm-hmm. and for them to be restricted, you know, in any way for them it must be you know, extra. You know, we're used to it, but it, you know, they're they're, uh, for them, that's, that's a new thing. So I know a lot of people, 
a lot of people on the internet saying a lot of crazy things and I just really hope that that's all talk. Yeah, I think John it's John Dillon says we've become institutionalized out here in, in yeah, uh, California because we're um, yeah. you know, we're used to that stuff. So free Americans react a little bit differently because we were talking about this a little bit earlier. They um, the laws that they they want to pass in Virginia are pretty much like we already have out here, and uh, people right. don't react to that well. No, 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 especially if they're not used to it. Well, let's face um, it. Know, again, everybody looks at California as nothing but soup and nuts. I mean, a bunch of Looney Tunes out there. So nobody, yep. you know, that's nobody pays too much attention to California. But Virginia? Mm-hmm. Virginia is the last, one of the last states I would expect. I was yeah. expecting yeah. Oregon, Connecticut, you know, yeah. something like that. Massachusetts, uh, Hawaii. I was not expecting, uh, I was not expecting something like Virginia. I would never expect. So, again, I really hope that uh, just everything goes peaceful. I really hope that people can just keep themselves composed. People will try to goad them into reacting so that they can put them in that little boxed category of the crazy gun guy, you know, the crazy gun lady. You know, we have to really try really hard not to fall for that. Yeah. Yeah. Just stand there and And smile. Just be peaceful people. And that's the best thing they can do. Mm -hmm. Don't don't don't. Give them the image that they want to put on, you know, national television. But, That's but, the most important thing right now. But, you know, we've had not a rally as big and as publicized as this one. But every time right. we've had this, the gun owners and the Second Amendment people have been pretty calm, cool, and collected. I don't – Mike, have you known of any explosions or any – No, you know, most of these protests, I mean um, – it, it, there's 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 occasionally a fringe element and that's what gets reported on but you know i remember back when like right. the tea parties were happening you know oh, all, yeah. the, all these folks would show up at a at a city's park and they'd leave mm-hmm. three hours later and the park was cleaner than it was when they got there you know i mean occasionally there's uh uh some strife mm-hmm. with you know political protesters sure. and i think that's the difference right, right. when they're when they're demonstrators mm-hmm. you know it goes really really well mm-hmm. but when protesters show up then things go the paid protesters, right? And fo- frankly, the people in Virginia are uh, are not protesters; they're demonstrators. They're right. they're people that are taking mm-hmm. the day off of work and going and saying, "Hey, voicing their opinion." Away. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I hope it's all peaceful. Well, tomorrow you should have a Virginia special. If you yeah. come in nice, if you come <laughs> well, in nice, funny. you get a, a discount. Yeah. What would it? Yeah, that would be funny. A Virginia special. <laughs> Come in nice, and you get a discount. <laughs> Some kind of deep fried food too. Uh, okay, no argument there. <clears throat> so, that always get me. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. yeah. So Both everything's going good. All right. So yeah, uh, you got any things. events coming up? You know, events coming up. Not a whole lot. We might want to call tomorrow an event. Everybody's going to be glued to the TVs in here. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> We're uh, we're kind of looking forward to that. We're pretty eager to see what's going to happen. Uh, I really hope Virginia comes out on you know gun owners come out on top on this. Yeah. I think I'm they really will. hoping be- because yeah yeah I really absolutely I think they will. Really hope they will. Um, well, they're under such again, scrutiny, and they everybody knows right. it. And I think anybody yeah, yeah, that's yeah. on radio and TV that's talking about it, every one of them that's a Second Amendment gun owner person have said the same thing. Calm, cool, collected. Mm-hmm. Let's not be stupid. Yeah. Don't do anything that's going to shed a negative right. light on us. I mean, not not that exactly we do anything. Right. We don't do anything anyway. We're the most passive group of people when it comes to, you know, speaking up. I mean, usually Second Amendment gun owners just stay kind of quiet and 
Don't say a whole yeah, lot, yeah. but yeah. Right. And it might it might be fortunate that um <clears throat> it might be fortunate that uh they did pick Virginia for this as opposed to uh like Jason was saying, they were thinking it might something like that would would more likely happen in Hawaii or Massachusetts right. or something. But in Virginia, right. the people were really shocked by it and were getting a good reaction. So that might be That's better than had it happened in Massachusetts mm-hmm. where again they're institutionalized mm-hmm. maybe like us, you wouldn't have had much of a reaction. Mm-hmm. True. True. So yeah, this could be a good thing. A great point. Yeah, that's I a think great so point. Too. All right, buddy. Hey, all oh, right. Boy. Well, hey, we'll let you get back at it. I'm sure Alrighty. you got people standing in front of you wanting to know why you're talking <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thank you, Dave. Gun Sports Radio, right here on FM 96 Watt, AM program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.